gentlemen, the sound of that music could mean only one thing. It's Boar on the Floor. It's a podcast. It's a show. It's a podcast. It's a podcast about a show. Uh, hey, Dom. Hey, Rob. How you doing? Great. I'm really excited about this week because we've got some some Emmy news. Yeah, we got Emmy news. And we we actually played a pinnacle role in the Emmy news. Definitely. And we are covering episode number four. Three. Number three? Yeah, three even. I th- is it episode three? It's three. Why did I think it was four? I'm not sure. Maybe because four and boar rhyme. Yeah, four on the f- four. Four. But, but it's ep- episode, episode three. three. Boar on the floor, episode three. And this episode is entitled... Lifeboats. Lifeboats. And we're going to get to that in a second. But first... I wanted to surprise Rob a little bit. Oh, shoot. Because I have a little article here that was provided provided to me. I'm excited. From Claudio. Claudio. In Manalapan, New Jersey. Okay. And this article from MSN.com says, Brian Cox, quote, marijuana helped me through the lockdown. Ooh. Check that out. And there's a picture of Brian right there. There he is. He looks you good. You can see him. You can't see him, guys, but he looks good. Brian Cox turned to marijuana to ease the stress of lockdown. The 74-year-old actor spent most of March to June quarantining with wife Nicole and their sons Orson and Torin. Wow. At their house in the on the uh, New York-Massachusetts border. And he admitted that being confined to one place with two teenagers was difficult. So he used the drug at the end of each day. To relax. Uh-huh. So he, at the end of each day, mm-hmm. secluded himself into his little man cave. Maybe. I would. I always would assume that Brian Cox, being how he is in terms of like how he presents himself, mm. I picture a room, wall to wall books, leather bound yeah. books, a a high backed leather chair, a fireplace, and he's smoking it out of like a Gandalf pipe. Ah, you know, you don't from think Lord he, of the Rings. You don't think he goes, Orson. Come roll this blunt. Come roll this blunt, boy. <laughs> no, I don't think he does that. I think it's I think it's a little bit more romantic. Mm, classy. More classical. Yeah. yeah. More more renaissance-y. Rena- renaissance-y? renaissance Rena- Oh, yeah, renaissance yeah. We were talking about that earlier. It's yeah. renaissance <laughs> Now, you also have some news. Yeah, just a little news we had that we mentioned last week. Uh, last weekend was the Emmy Awards, and Succession was up for a bunch of major awards. Thank goodness. Uh, wound up winning a few, uh, including Outstanding Drama Series. Amen. Uh, so that's the big one. Um, lead actor in a drama series, our uh, our boy Jeremy Strong, Kendall Roy. Kendall uh, Roy beat out his beat out Brian Cox for that award. So that's uh, that's exciting news. And uh, also won uh, writing for a drama series for one of the episodes in season two, uh, and directing for a drama series for a season two episode entitled Hunting. Which is the inspiration for the namesake of this podcast? Bore on, on the, the floor. floor. Now I don't want to. We'll get into that in future. Day, yeah, we will definitely. I mean, it's going to be a while till we hit bore on the floor, which I think would it's be, gonna a, be a big day. I think it should be a celebration. It's be a big day. Day. I think. I think if 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 we can maybe just dream for a second. Yeah. I think when we do hit that, I don't think we should do it. By the way, we do this podcast in the morning. We have mm. a little bit of a tradition. We we alternate weeks. One guy gets coffee. And the other gets bacon, egg, and cheeses. So this week I I'm bacon, egg, and cheese. You were coffee last I was coffee, week. Yeah. Last week I was coffee, and you were bacon, egg, and cheese. And it's a bright and early type podcast. But I think for the bore on the floor episode, yeah, should we do a pig roast? I think we should do a pig roast. <laughs> I honestly think we should have some form of bore that we could devour. Yeah. Whether it's a, if it's still in the morning, we could just eat bacon. Yeah. 
just a just platter, a just a big platter of bacon. Yeah. But I do want to have some sort of uh, celebration, yeah, so to speak, because that would be a um, it'll be a, be a milestone for it'll us. It'll be a big day to hit the namesake of our it's of our be podcast. Exciting. That'd be brilliant. It's gonna be so, exciting. Very, very exciting to hear that they won some Emmys. Yeah, because I mean, they, they won a few it. of the uh, smaller ones too. I know they won like a one of the guest actors from season two won an Emmy, and uh, but those were the big ones. And uh, shows being recognized as it should be because it's fantastic. Great show, and I'm uh, very excited and happy for the Succession team. Also, we have just found out this morning that our podcast is available on you said Google, Google Podcasts. Podcasts. So if you go to Google Podcasts, you'll find us there. We're still waiting to get. On all platforms, but we will be available wherever you can find podcasts because uh, we're just that darn good. We are. And we're that important. We're real good. Now, let's get into this episode because this let's episode is a bit is a bit crazy, is it not? Uh, yeah, I guess so. I kind of found myself not, not disappointed, but I kind of felt like this episode was a little slow. Um, it was a weaker episode than... Uh, I mean, the but the whole two? thing is they, the whole episode kind of builds and builds and builds to that last moment or scene of the episode, which yeah. is fantastic. Yeah. And so why don't you run us so through the synopsis? Let's do the synopsis. So we are at uh, season one, episode three, Lifeboats, okay, directed by Mark Malad, who directed last week's episode and written by Jonathan Glatzer. Uh, here, here we go. <laughs> Kendall learns that Waystar's family holding company is entitled to demand full repayment for Logan's $3 billion debt if Waystar's stock falls below 130 points. After a failed attempt to negotiate with the bank, Kendall enlists the aid of yeah. Stewie. Oh, man. Let's just call him Stewie. His last name is a little tough. Let me spell, right it, spell it for me. H-O-S-S-E-I-N-I. Hosini? Hosini? Well, Stewie is his friend from college who is now a private equity investor. Stewie buys a large percentage of the company's stock from Kendall and agrees to sell it in exchange for a seat on Waystar's board. However, Greg later encounters Stewie meeting with Sandy Furness, Logan's enemy who wants to take control of Waystar. Kendall is also trying to repair his marriage with his estranged wife, wife Rava, but after a night together, she confirms she has already hired a divorce lawyer. He's a nice guy. Uh, Shiv hires... Uh, Nate Sofrelli, a fellow political fixer and former boyfriend, to run a background check on Marsha. Kendall visits a recovering Logan to inform him that Waystar stock has still fallen below 130 points, but that his efforts have saved off a greater financial decline. Logan, nonetheless, disapproves. Oh, for sure. I, I did enjoy this episode because there was just this is the moment where we get a glimpse of what the company is going to be like. Yeah. If indeed Logan tapped Kendall to be the CEO. Yeah, that's true. Also, we also get to see, also, we also, okay. We also get to see, also, sorry, I'm just in a little bit of a loop there. <laughs> it's like the uh, word also right now. It's like total recall all of a sudden. My headphones are bonking, being weird. Um, we see what the decisions would be if Logan indeed was, was no longer around. Yeah. And what we do find out later on, obviously, is did Kendall make the right move with the insight and the training and the grooming that he had from Logan? Yeah. Which you assume did happen. Yeah, of course. I mean, Kendall has definitely been involved in the company for years, you know, working with Logan. So you assume he's picking some things up. He has to be. I mean, he's not a completely inept. And no, he shows that he's there's not. There's something there. There is something there. But there's also a, a short-sightedness or... Uh, 
I don't know, some kind of vanity or like just I don't know, something's missing. Something obviously. is definitely missing. He's not he's not a hundred percent Logan. Maybe he just in his own way. I mean, that's just who he is. His his identity will never be Logan. Maybe they will only be Logan, so to speak. Yeah. I mean, Logan's one of a kind. And Logan is desperately trying to get someone, anyone, to to take over as him. Yeah. To just make sure the company survives because his whole life is the company. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So now we, we start the show off and we find out Logan's home from the hospital. Yes, he's home. And no one has seen him. Yeah. For the only, better part of a week or four days. Yeah, only Marsha. Only Marsha. Shiv is not happy about this. No. no one else seems to really think it's weird. You know what? where my mind went to immediately? Of course, no one thinks it's weird because they're wrapped up in yeah. the company. And then it also alludes to the fact that you could see why Logan became who he was. I mean, they're, they're in such dire circumstances in terms of keeping this company afloat, even though they're living the life of luxury. I mean, look at... Shiv and, and Tom's apartment. Mm. It's huge. Huge. I mean, it's enormous. The ceilings are like 30,000 feet yeah. in the air. It's ridiculous. Yeah. The dog's name is Mondale. <laughs> Great dog name. Mondale. Fantastic. Mondale. <laughs> um, so, so, you know, they're, they're obviously working very, very hard to keep this company afloat. So much so that they forgot about their disabled father who's shacked up and no one's even heard from him. And they don't even, they're like, oh yeah, I, yeah, he's there, you know? So I, you know, it gives you a little bit of a glimpse at how maybe Logan became how yeah. he is. I heard he put on a sock. <laughs> yeah. He, a sock. he put a sock on. Yeah. That's big. <laughs> so, so you know what I thought of immediately when uh, they were like, no one knows where he is or he's okay, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Woodrow Wilson, I think. Was it, was it, was it Woodrow Wilson? Mm. I think it was Woodrow Wilson. He had a massive stroke while president of the United States, and his wife literally hid him from public yeah. for like two Holy years. Crap. And people speculated that she was technically the president for that period of time wow. because he was completely incapacitated. She would once in a while bring him out to a balcony and like pick his arm up and like wave it. Weekend at Bernie's. Basically, Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> yeah, like a, like a, like Kendall had said in uh, episode two. Yeah. So. I immediately thought of that, and then it's like, what are the implications of if he was completely incapacitated? Maybe Marsha is trying to figure out a way to take power, mm -hmm. because yeah. that's where at least Shiv's head is at. Yeah. What's crazy is she keeps Marsha keeps telling them, you know, he's not up to seeing people, mm -hmm. and it's like, well, we're not people; we're his children. Exactly. So, like, you can't keep me from get my dad out of the way. Yeah. Like, ridiculous. So as we go along here, we see now that Kendall takes the reins. He does a very childish thing again, like the kid on Christmas Eve can't go to sleep. He's up at the crack of dawn doing kung fu in the mirror. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> I mean, it's a big day for him. First big day, day as CEO. He's very excited. He, he goes in way too early, and what's revealed is, obviously, this, this is a big problem. The whole stock is plummeting Yeah. because yeah. Logan obviously isn't there. Yep. And, you know, even in, like... For us, the layman businessmen that we are, yeah. even though we are multi-billionaires, multi-multi-billionaires, um, multi filthy rich, uh, you know that when there's trouble at the top, obviously it's going to, yeah. there's going to be speculation yeah. and CEO. confidence gets shook. Yeah, exactly. Confidence is shook. Because not only the Kendall's CEO, and R Roman says this later on, him being COO too. There's so two big changes. Yeah, huge. You would maybe even speculate that when Ro uh, when Logan fired 
uh, what's his name? Frank. Frank. I almost said Fred. That there would have been a dip in the stock price anyway because yeah. of that alone. But now you got a CEO and COO change right. over. Yeah. So here he is. Big changes at the top. Big changes at the top. Stock's going down. He's on a phone call with the bank, which basically has, I think Stewie said, his balls in a vice. Yeah. Right? Yeah, they got your balls in a vice. So wait a minute. Did we did we do the phone call with the bank before or after we met Stewie? Because Stewie's a big part of this episode. The, the phone call with the bank, the first phone call with the bank is before Stewie. Okay, so before Stewie, uh, Kendall's on the phone yeah. with the bank. Yeah, but he decides before the phone call. Yeah. You know, my dad handled things a certain way. I'm going to handle things the same way. I'm going to act like my dad here. He said, my dad's a bastard. I'm a bastard, they need to too. They know I'm a bastard, too. Yeah. yeah. And Jerry's like, uh, well, okay, but this isn't maybe the best idea. He does say, he goes, uh, the game plan is um, fuck you, <laughs> and that's it. She's yeah. like, maybe we should discuss this. Yeah. And then the phone rings. But before that, he's on the phone with Rava, his ex-wife. Oh, yeah, asking for advice. Asking for advice. Yeah. Now, again, this is where, I mean, if Logan ever, heard that fucking that Kendall was on the phone with his ex-wife asking for fucking strategy. Oh my god. What did he say? Should I uh should I incredible hulk this yeah, or Bruce I, Banner? Should I be the Hulk or Bruce Banner here? And, and she goes, she's, uh the Hulk is the in the uh the incredible one, right? Yeah. She's very uninterested. She's busy. She's clearly trying to get the kids ready for no their idea. day. Just no She goes, talk to your people yeah, about like, it. what are you asking me for? Like obviously he doesn't want to talk to his people because he wants to seem like he knows As if everything. he knows everything, yeah. right? So we could see right away, right away, his inadequacy. Mm -hmm. Is that the word? Ineptitude? Ineptitude? I don't even know. If, is it... Accoutrement? Accoutrement. Yeah. You could see that it. he is lacking accoutrement. It's got to be it. He doesn't have the tools. <laughs> <gasps> it works. <laughs> French words. The best. So he gets on the phone call with this... This uh, banker, this top banker guy, I'm yeah. pretty sure it's like the head of the bank. So this is, yeah, either the head of the bank or whoever's in charge of the, the loan repayment that uh, they're going to yeah. have to owe these people. They called it the covenant, the mm. the the covenant of the loan. You broke the covenant. You broke the That's such a fucking powerful. I wouldn't yeah. use the word covenant from now on. Yeah. But it's going to be hard to find where to apply the word covenant. I, I have faith in you. You can do it. Do you think you could use the word covenant at least this week? Let's have a challenge. Let's try it's, to use. Let's try to honestly use the word covenant in a sentence this week yeah, coming up. I got to tell you, it's going to be hard for me because you don't speak uh, to people. I don't really see anybody. Yeah, ever. you don't talk to anybody, especially because my job is still uh, not. Open. Well, you know, we well as uh, Rob is the type of uh, multi-billionaire that's a bit of a recluse. Uh, doesn't like to see sunlight and stuff. Yeah, like you're the so. guy who surrounds himself with priceless art and just that's right. sits in it. Yeah, you know, and doesn't allow anyone to come in around. Um. We'll try to find the word covenant. I'll try to do it. I'm going to try to use it today. So Kendall basically is just talking through the terms of the loan and like yeah. wh where he's basically at. And the guy's yeah. like, yeah. And he's like, so uh, if it dips down, um, what are we going to do? And he's like, yeah, we're going to, you broke the covenant and we're going to come for full repayment. And he's like, uh, yeah, but uh, we're going to want to restructure. Yeah, he's trying to right, make some right, kind of deal yeah. with this guy. And he's like, no, the deal is already this. We already made a deal. If your stock falls, like you owe us $3 billion. Like that's $3.25 billion. I was rounding down. We round up. We round up here at the bank. <laughs> you could see throughout this entire phone call, Kendall is, I, I think, completely out of his element. Yeah, and he's also like staring at Jerry the whole time. Yeah. And Just he's he's fidgeting. He's fidgeting with the chair. Yeah. He is not comfortable. Yeah. He is not 
capable. Well, he wants this phone call to go his way. His way. He wants yeah. this guy to be like, go at. He wants this guy on the phone to go out of his way to accommodate Kendall. Yeah, and that's not that's not how the real world works. He says, "This is where we're at." Yeah. Okay. And then Kendall says, "So Kendall tells him to fuck off," and this is a big one. This is the first time that "fuck off" uh, is basically a major. Uh, plot point or, or, or <laughs> yeah. device in it's the a, show. It's, it's a big accoutrement. So after of he the, tells uh, him to show. fuck off, there's about 20 seconds of it is silence. A very long pause. Which, yeah, if you're watching a television show and there's 20 seconds of silence, that's an eternity. It's very long. <laughs> it's unbelievable. The pause is uncomfortable. <laughs> so bad. And then Kent, this is again, Kendall breaks yeah. through this whole phone call. Yeah. He is on the retreat. Mm -hmm. So the big pause is there and he goes, uh, Hello? I'm still here. I'm still here. <laughs> like it's just, he goes. Listen, if we're gonna speak to each other, I think we should do it through an intermediary. Yeah, I don't like. I don't foul like language. foul language, and I don't like to be insulted. Bye. Good morning. Hang Click. Up. And not even six seconds after he hits end, Roman comes in. and goes, "Oh, that was brutal." Yeah, listen, you were he, in on that. I'm yeah. CEO. I'm COO. I was in on it. Of yeah, course. I mean, he was in that room so quick. It sounded. It felt like he was like. Leaning on the door, like listening to the phone yeah. call, like, through on the handheld or something. He was in immediately the in the room. He's like, "That was brutal." Well, sorry, bro. Yeah, it was. It was not good. So right away, we see Kendall completely shits the bed, and now the company is in serious trouble. Yeah. Oh yeah. Shiv comes barging in. I think this is in the the, the next scene after that, saying that dad is not okay. No one yeah. has seen him. Yeah, she wants to know what the hell's going on. She wants to go see dad. And yeah. Kevin. Oh, and then Roman alludes. Goes, oh, he uh, he wants to see me. Maybe it's just you. Like yeah. what? Roman yeah. like is like, oh yeah, I because saw him. because he's like, oh because you know you didn't want to sign those papers. Yeah. Over, yeah. You know, and give Marsha the complete. What does he say? The queen. Give her, make her the queen of the castle or yeah, something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So there's there's a lot of tension there. Yeah. And then Shiv. In a, I think in like a little moment of not weakness, but she's doing like this damsel in distress act for her for Kendall because I don't know. In that moment, it seems as if she recognizes that he is CEO right now, mm -hmm. and she's putting her trust in him. She goes, "Can you go over there, please, for me?" Oh yeah, like yeah. really, like, like help me, yeah. help me, Kendall. And he's like, "I'm so busy, like I'm doing all this," and then he's like. All right, I'll find time to go over there for you. And then she's like, "Thanks. How's the company doing? Yeah. Uh, we're in corporate ruin right yeah, now." Figures. Yeah. Well, call me if you go Lehman because I might want some of these chairs. Yeah. <laughs> so like, she does this this tactic where she plays weak, and then immediately attacks him right after that. Yeah, I don't know if it's, I don't know if she's playing weak. I mean, at that point, she had gone to the house and tried to see Logan. Right? She she already went. She already and, went and, and was Marcia denied. Was like, yeah. Well, no, he's not seeing people. Yeah. So, well, I don't think she was trying to play. I think she, she unknowingly was gaming. Even this, she, there was a negotiation going on, even there. Yeah, I just these I, people don't have soul. I think that she thinks, since Kendall is the acting CEO of the company, that Marsha might have an easier time letting him see Logan mm -hmm. just with the idea of it's a work thing. Like, I yeah. need to talk to him for work and, like, okay. So, you know, she was just trying to make sure that her dad is actually alive and this woman is not abusing him or something, right? right? Yeah. yeah. It's well, not even abusing him, but just like saying he's fine so that she can do what she wants. Basically, yes. So now, where are we now? Now now we meet Stewie, right, for the first time? We, uh, well, uh, we do have Kendall's lifeboats meeting. Oh, my God. 
The meeting happened before. Oh, my God. And this uh, is before the meeting, too. We have Greg uh, showing up for his first day of work. <laughs> I'm Greg. Uh, I'm, I'm here. I'm here for, for, for a job for a job. Okay. So he, he walks up to the front desk of, uh, I guess, I don't know, the corporate the, headquarters, the corporate headquarters of Waystar Boyko and uh, tells the nice lady at the desk he's here for work, uh, for some kind of job. She's like, okay, great. What's the job or job title? And uh, Greg doesn't know. <laughs> he's like, Not sure I was, yet. Uh, I was personally appointed by Logan Roy. And then you see her shoot a look to the lady next to her like, oh, this isn't good. Yeah. Uh, but my favorite moment of that whole exchange is he mentions tom next as a as a desperation like you know tom i'm here tom boss tom yeah she's like okay tom's last name uh oh, i didn't i didn't actually tom uh boss tom boss tom <laughs> i don't think i got his last name and then he spots him and shiv sees tom and shiv walking up yeah. to go see kendall yep and uh says hey and, and tom just kind of gives like a hey you would give to some any <laughs> random weirdo who's waving to you in the middle of nowhere like oh hey guy I don't. Hey, Greg Fantastic. Roy. It's actually Greg Hirsch. Yeah, okay, yeah, my mom's Roy. Okay, my mom's I'm, a I'm, Roy. I'm, basically, yeah, Greg Roy. So th- we know Greg has entered the building. Thank God, too. Greg is here. We love Greg. Love Greg. such a fantastic character. So yes, lifeboats meeting after the that. lifeboats meeting. This is so cringy. Yeah. It's you know? it's like just peak Kendall. So again, he he's walking with his entourage, his accoutrement, mm. into the boardroom yeah. where all the major players are. I mean, this yep. is the company, right? This is it. And you hear the 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 people that are behind him have been in this in this position, in terms of like the person who's walking in front of them is always Logan, right? So they know Logan's in and out. They know everything about him. They know what he's about. Now he's he's walking and they're like, Do you think we should go in this aggressive? Uh, you know, being that you're temporary CEO. Yeah. And he's like, Absolutely. Yeah. Where you know, our stock is dipping and we need to do something. We gotta be aggressive. Our stock is dipping aggressively. Yeah. Uh, so he starts clapping his hands. Yeah, walks in the boardroom trying to pump everybody. Walks in the boardroom's like, All right, hey, woo. <laughs> you know, and, and, and Roman's with him and yeah. he sits down. Roman's like, oh, I'm just gonna stand because my back's my all back fucked up. Got a new trainer and he fucked up my back. Like he's mm-hmm. just cursing yeah. like a sailor. Yeah. Kendall's sitting there and he goes, uh, you know me, um, Kendall, CEO. It's my brother Roman, COO. Yep. Like it's just so juvenile. Yeah, but well, the first line, the first thing he says when he sits down, I just wanted to gather all my people and say, uh, yo. There's like if you're ever oh in a meeting or or any kind of work related thing and, and someone says that. I'm pretty sure your first reaction is, I want to kill myself. If my boss or even my boss's boss, <laughs> I mean, I've, where I work, I've seen some of these people. Yeah. Right? Like, I've, I've met the CFO of my yeah. company. If he ever said something like that, yeah. I would, I would laugh in his face. It's, just, it's such like a 50 year old guy trying to connect with teenage vibe. Like, you it's cannot like, what are do you that. Doing? When, you, when you're in that type of position, you, you, you cannot portray Yo. yourself. So I want to get my people together and say, uh, yo, it's very cringy. <laughs> and then he starts. And, and now this is what's interesting, too, because I think I spoke about this. You're seeing what Logan's worst nightmare is and also what he saw in his son, because he's he's going through this talk with the board. 
and uh, he's doing okay at certain parts. Yeah, because once he starts getting into the meeting here, a lot of what he says makes sense. Makes sense, yeah. Uh, seems like the right thing to do. He's asking people to bring him new ideas, new media, new, new things they can use to drive the stock price up. He obviously knows what where he knows where the company is, where it's like its current status. Yeah. He knows where it can go. He knows that it could either improve or it could just completely like he said, I think it was a really great line too. He goes, We're gonna be like the biggest fucking horse um uh dealer in nineteen oh nine, which yeah. is when the car assembly line, you know, hit. Right. So right. like, yeah, wow, look at you, you got all these horses, but no one fucking wants yeah. it. So he's asking looking for lifeboats. Uh, thousand lifeboats. Thousand lifeboats. So he's throwing out ideas. He said, I need, you know, franchisable IP. I need this, like that. And then Roman starts throwing in. His he goes, VR is a VR. lifeboat. And Ken's yeah, like, yeah, bubble, I mean, but okay, no bad ideas. Porn um, is a lifeboat. Porn is a lifeboat. Uh, okay, that's a bad idea. He keeps getting interrupted <laughs> by Roman during this thing. He goes, fucking internet, man. Internet. Yeah. Fucking game changer, the, man. Uh, internet, yeah. Like, he's like. Yeah, Rome. Yeah, the internet is big. Yep. <laughs> there is nothing about this. These two in that meeting that says confidence. Yeah. And that says stability. No. This is a fucking shit show. Shit. Show. It is an absolute shit show. This meeting is is absolutely out of control. You could totally see that Roman is out of. I mean, really out of his element. Yeah. More, more, so much more so than Kendall. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't even know how. I mean, how it makes you think how desperate was Logan to get Marcy on the trust to allow him to have that position? Yeah. Unless he knew that he would be able to keep him on a very short leash staying on the firm. Yeah, I think, I mean, I don't know if Logan thought that if he gave Roman that position, Roman would even like do go, it, go to work. Yeah. Which know, he obviously doesn't. We see that he just goes and jerks off on a window. Yeah, that happens after this here. We yeah. get, uh, it's bad. You get kind of a back and you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kendall goes to meet Stewie, and at the same time, we see Roman hanging out in his office. He uh, looks at his emails. He sees them all coming in. And he goes mm. pouring in tons of emails. I mean, it's 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 literally ridiculous how many yeah. are coming in. He looks at. He just shuts it off. He lays down on the floor, closes the blinds, jerks off on the window. What do you think about that? What is what is he doing? You know, sometimes I think that. I think I don't think of myself as a rube, okay? Like I don't think of I don't really don't think of myself as a big dumb dumb. Like I I think I'm not an intellectual. I would say yeah, I'm not a big thinker. Like you know I'm not I'm not gonna sit here and try to contemplate the world and stuff yeah. like that. But maybe it's just too sophisticated for me to make a comment about. Okay, I cannot understand or comprehend the psyche of a human being that would. Be able to jerk off on a window. Yeah. Maybe it was the position of power that got him off. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. But I can't, I, I cannot become sexually aroused by either a window, mm. heights, or I guess a position of power. Yeah, no. And this just goes to show you again the disconnect that there is that yeah. exists in this show. Yeah. Heights. Uh, what do you think about that? Heights terrify me. So that would be a real problem for That's me. That's not going to get you going. I don't know. I don't know if he was, like you said, turned on by the fact that he's in this position or, uh, you know, just looking out over the, the city, feeling like he's the fucking man or he's or he's looking out, like you said, using the heights as a, a fear 
boner type situation. People do hang themselves and whack off and yeah. die sometimes. Yeah, doing that. So autoerotic asphyxiation, I believe. Thank you, thank you. That was the thank God, thank God you knew that. But like, I I don't understand. I can't. It's I can't wild. figure it out. It's so wild. it just shows you again. They're displaying that you you literally have no idea yeah. these people's lives. Yeah, you can never. Fig- I mean. Maybe, maybe. Hey, if you're listening and you've jerked off on a window, shoot us an email. Yeah, let us know. Maybe, let us know, let what, us know the, what you think. What the thinking is behind the window jerk off. Send us a direct message on our Instagram yeah. that you created. Bore, at Bore on the Floor Podcast. Bore on the Floor Podcast. Uh, B A in the OR. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know. The whole whacking off on the window thing threw me off. Yeah. So he whacks off on the window. As then he comes out and yeah. says, My door is open to anybody. I'm ready to work, baby. Let's go. Yeah, so as he's jerking off on a window, we get Kendall's first meeting with Stewie. So now we find out in their conversation that they went to school together. Yeah, some college buddies. College buddies. Uh, Uh, You could see that Stewie is very rich, has a wonky eye. Has a wonk eye. Do you see the wonky eye? Yeah, he's kind of a little, I don't know if one, yeah. One eye is going a little little bit. off center. One eye is going a little bit in the wrong direction. Yeah. And the other eye, I think, is dead on. Or, or that eye is bad, and the other one is good. You can't really tell because yeah. you don't know what he's looking at. Honestly, loves donuts, especially at whatever coffee and shop they're at. he stole one. Oh, yeah. He like, stole a donut. He's the worst. So now he confides in Stewie. Kendall confides in Stewie that he's in this bit of a problem. Yeah. Comes to him as a friend. Comes to him as a friend. What's funny is, like, Stewie goes, I also have something to tell you. Rava, who is Kendall's ex-wife. Ex-wife. It's a friend. Wants to know if it's cool. Yeah. What uh, uh, I'm I have no time for this. Kendall is so flustered. He's so flustered. He goes, who, "Who is he?" He goes, who? "Obviously, it's a problem." Yeah. If you want to know who it is, it's a problem. Because I can't I can't disclose that information. <laughs> so he Stewie starts flapping his gums and says that there's a three point two five billion dollar debt. Mm. Stewie understands the gravity of how bad this is. Yeah. Is floored by it as well. Yeah. He's floating some ideas. He's like, how would how would it play if I did this? And Stewie's like, well, not great, honestly. Like but Stewie actually lays it on him that like and this is the first time that Kendall I think really feels it. He goes, first of all, why isn't this happening? Right? Because I mean, I don't know. I don't know the business mumbo jumbo at all. And then he goes, and also they don't like you. Yeah. And that really hits Kendall hard. Yeah. Absolutely. He's I mean, like it hits because not only now is this a business problem, it's a fucking personal problem it's a personal problem. part of this is because people don't like you yeah so now um what happens after that uh, I'm, I'm a little... stewie kind of floats the idea to kendall hey if you want you know we could i could just, take just the sell company the company off your hands yeah. you shiv and roy can be fucking rich and do whatever the fuck you guys want to do you know you can do whatever shiv can play your politics game roman can snort his body weight you guys yeah. can have a great fucking time and uh <laughs> Kendall like pretends to be insulted, and this is uh, he's like, yeah, you know, fuck off, how dare you, blah blah blah, but no, yeah. So so he yeah he obviously doesn't go for it, and it also shows you the ambition that the stu- guy Stewie has. I mean, he's yeah. he's ready to be like, I'll take it off your hands. Yeah, I mean, he's I'll he's, buy it from you. We don't know exactly what he does, but he's at this point anyway. We kind of learn a little later, but he's he's in the business. He's an investor. He's got tons of money, so he's always looking for opportunities. I mean, clearly the guy is mega loaded. If he's if he says. On a whim, under an umbrella, while twirling it. Yeah, I'll buy your company. If Let you me want. just sell it to me. Like how? I mean, if they're in just three billion dollars in debt, I mean, it's got to be at least what a six billion dollar company or something. Yeah, it's got to be uh, pretty expensive. Come on, like you know, but it's a, it's fine for Stewie. I mean, he'd be able to handle that price tag. Key uh, key little background moment though in this scene is we do see Greg in the same coffee shop, and he 
sees Kendall and Stewie, notices them, kind of wants to say hello, but doesn't. So hesitant. Uh, awkward Greg. He's like, but ah. that will come back later. That uh, will. In the episode. That will. Um, so after that. Yeah, I get. So after that, the next thing I wrote down here is is Greg's dog poop bag scene. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, this is good. So this is where we see the marriage between. So obviously, if you're watching for the first time or rewatch, this is where Greg and Tom. Yeah, this is the real jump off point. Now they're starting to really become friends. I mean, then, then they become kind of like best of friends. But yeah, he's well, like, oh, he's like, come on, Greg. He sees. What does he say to him when he sees the so, uh, the boat shoes? So, so what happens here is a little earlier, Kendall tells Tom because Tom is now trying to step up and run the the parks division, the whole division yes, for he, North America. Yes. So listen Kendall tells him, "Listen, you know this department's fucked up. You got to go over there and fucking shake the tree and change things up." You know, so Tom keeps repeating what Kendall says: oh, "Shake, I'm shaking the trees here. I'm shaking trees." Blah blah. blah walking down the hall, getting ready for a meeting, and he sees Greg. Just shoving cookies and muffins into a dog poop bag. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me, Greg. Yeah. And he's he's literally stuffing it all in there. And what is he goes? Um, I'm a little weak right now because of like yeah. the lack of sustenance. And this is free, right? <laughs> yeah. We find out that Greg is living in a youth hostel. Yes. Uh, has no money. Uh, he's got the suit, but can't afford nice shoes. He's wearing really shitty shoes. Um, yes. And uh, Tom is just disgusted. Disgusted. By him. He's disgusted. literally disgusted by him. But he knows Greg, and he wants to take care of him. He goes, "Let's yeah. find a little place for yeah. for our Greg yeah, let's here. Let's find a little little nest for." Greg. Now it's funny because he says Crockett and Johnson's for any points to the shoes. Yeah, and I'm so I looked it up. Those are a thousand dollar shoes. <laughs> I swear to God, I was like Crockett and Johnson. I was like, he says a brand there. He goes Oxford. There's something with the toe cap. Crockett and Jazz. I looked up. It's a th- it's a sixteen hundred dollars shoe. Or something. Yeah. The high end one, sixteen hundred. The low end, eight forty. Yeah. It's a fucking thousand oh dollar shoe that God. he's that he's putting on Greg. But what's what's also just great about that scene is, um, as we said, we see Greg shoving food into this bag you use to pick up dog poop, and Tom is like, "Is this a this is a dog poop bag? Like, that's gross." And Greg is like, "Well, it's not really gross. It's just a bag. They don't they don't come pre pooped. It's they don't know, come pre. It's just a mental barrier. He like, goes, this just- is disgusting." <laughs> So, which is true, it's just a bag. It's right? just a bag, but I—I I mean, you know, Greg walks into this place just, just completely like penniless, basically homeless. Yeah, he's basically a homeless guy wearing slippers because those boat shoes were in really bad shape. Woof! And now he's being put in thousand-dollar shoes. Yeah, like how quickly has his life been turned around? I mean, Amazing. it's really great. And then, then you see the scene where he's like sitting in the little cubicle. And he's like eating it. Eating like a wrap or something. Yeah, and watching and a, watching uh, the Royco Roy feel it video. The feel it video, just like a little parallel to the the feel it video he watched in episode one at the theme park. So, um, Tom sits down to have his lifeboat speech. Yeah, tries to get his troops going in the parks division. He goes <laughs> like it's <laughs> it's just Tom is so slapstick yeah. dumb. <laughs> I mean, he's this is like the first time we see Tom in a position where he's not like. The afterthought, like he's not the low man of totem pole here. Now he's yeah, he's somebody feeling himself. He's in charge. He's trying to take charge, and he gets a phone call. Yeah, he gets a phone call from Shiv that um, Con Connor has flown in. And he's got to pick him up. Yeah, and they got to go see Logan. She's she's she had is, enough. She's well, now go see your dad. Before we uh, jump there, 
we see that Shiv meets some man. Yes. So a little in a expensive hotel room. Yeah, Shiv gets a hotel room, meets a man. Uh, we find out his name is Nathan, and they work in. I don't know if they work. They don't work together, but they work in the same political sphere. Sphere. Because we do have to remember that Shiv is in politics. Yeah. She's not your regular Roy, so to speak. And her and uh, Nathan used to date. So there's this weird energy where he's like, "Are we here to?" fuck are we here to what is this a work thing like is what's going a, on a bang thing yeah so we don't even know they might it's it's kind of up in the air whether or not they might meet up semi-regularly for some fun anyway like so, she, so shiv says to this gentleman try to talk down into the mic i'm sorry I'm oh it's okay down into the it's mic. okay so shiv says to this gentleman um she says i need you to look into somebody for me and he goes well i don't know about that because this person that well, i'm looking into that you're yeah, looking into one of them's going to be the democratic nominee so it seems that they he automatically thinks it's in that political sphere so yeah. shiv is a pretty uh, i mean based on that she's a big player in the politics game it seems yeah she's got someone whoever she's working for is a potential presidential candidate at some point so yeah, yeah. so so it's a pretty big deal there and then she goes, no, 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 it's personal. And she yeah. says that it's it's Mar Marcia. Yeah, she wants she wants him to look into Marcia. She wants to know what is going on with this woman. Yeah. And uh, he's like, what does he say? He's like, oh, you want to look into the evil stepmother, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So now this guy obviously goes and does take a look at her. And Shiv is like, we got to confront this whole situation. So she brings in Connor. And again, remember, when, when, when Logan was in the helicopter, it was him. It was Logan, Shiv, Roman, and Connor. Right. Connor always seems to be like the calm one and the neutral one that calms down situations. Yeah. And I think that everyone knows that about him. And this is a this is a Logan move by Shiv. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think he would have been very proud. Logan would have been very proud if he had seen that she was using Connor like he used Connor. Right. The same situation practically as that mediator type situation. Yeah. So uh, they all meet up, Tom, okay. Tom, Connor, and, and Shiv. Yeah, they go to the apartment. And Shiv is briefing the both of them on the way up that Marcy was from Lebanon, yeah. moved to France, yeah. married, second marriage, married some socialite out there who was involved in oil and and, and gang stuff, no politics stuff. anything about her before her and then that 31st dude, birthday. That dude just died. Yeah mysteriously very strange and then uh yeah before that it's like She's a blank the thing so who is she i don't know oh, and the connor's like is that bad and so he's like it's, it's very suspicious i was like yeah oh yeah it's fucking bad very like, suspicious like come on so they get up there and immediately they're met by marcy marcy yeah and it's like confrontation immediately yeah shiv's had enough she's not shiv's playing had a game enough. she's like i'm going to see my dad all yeah. right if you want to try to stop me there's 12 feet of man here all right, yeah. that you're gonna have to go through, and Connor's like, "Whoa, I didn't sign up for this." Like, yeah, I really don't like a conflict. Okay, let's all just. How about we just breathe? Yeah, like just very Connor. <laughs> and then she's like, "I'm going up there." She goes, "How could you disrespect your father's wishes?" <laughs> just marches on yeah, in. She's just not having it. Bursts through the door, and this is where we see Logan for the first time. Yeah, uh, since since he woke up in the hospital. Yeah, laying in bed. Laying in bed. Shiv uh, dismisses the nurse in the room. Could you just give us? Could you give us? I always wanted to do that too, man. But I'm never in a, a room with somebody where I can be like, "Could you just give us? Could you?" Just? And then day, someone's like, "Oh, great." Yeah, one day one day's gonna be. Great. Well, I mean, yeah, when, when we're when we're realizing our billions. But so so now she's alone in the room with Logan. Mm -hmm. She goes up to him, and she's talking to him, 
heard you put on a sock, Dad, you know, stuff like that. And he's like, I love you. Yeah, Shiv is like, wow. And she's really touched by this it. This might be the first time she's ever heard that. She's got, like, <laughs> tears in her eyes, and she, she grabs his hand. She's like, I love you, Very too, emotional. Dad. Yeah, what a just great so beautiful and just just there's so much love and he takes her hand whoa and just starts to whoa. move down the crotch area oh my god and it just takes a turn for the worse yeah. oh my god so awkward so crazy yeah. so yeah Logan shiv is, is clearly out of it logan is know gone shiv is completely whacked out just sees a helping hand and decides <laughs> to put it to work <laughs> or at least try she, she runs away very quickly. She, she is shook yeah. by this. Shook by this. Goes downstairs. Everyone's in like, How, how's he doing? He's good. He's good. He's good. He's fine. And then Marcy's like, if you ever want to look into me, just ask. Yeah. She's like, don't fuck with me. Don't you dare. And it also made me think this, like, it, did she know that someone was looking into her past? Because, like, why would she bring that up like that? Yeah. I mean, she clearly knew. She so knew. how did she know? And it makes you wonder how much power did this woman actually have Could if she lot. was able to figure out or was led into the loop that someone was looking into her. Yeah. Well. Very interesting. Very crazy. So we see Logan is all whacked out. And now we fast forward to... Uh, let's see. After that, the next thing I noted was Kendall. Well, we have Kendall and Stewie meet again, right? Wait, before that... Oh, Sandy Furness. Sandy Furness. We meet Sandy Furness. Sandy Furness... M- makes his way into uh, Waste uh, Waystar Royco. Yep, and Kendall is furious about it. He's like, "My father would have him shot yeah. on the spot." So we kind of learn Sandy is a, a rival, uh, I guess, media conglomerate type businessman. Yeah, I would say I would say if Logan is Fox News, Sandy Furness is CNN. Yeah, yeah, like they're 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 rivals. Yeah, definitely rivals. And he's like, he smells blood in the water. Okay. Yeah, that's what uh, what's that's what what's her on. name says. Um, says like the sharks are circling. The sharks are circling. Who yeah. said that? Uh, uh, um, Jerry. Jerry said that. Yeah, the sharks are circling. So he kind of goes and meets with Kendall, and he's kind of like, "Oh, you know, yeah, Walter was a great move. Like, kind of blowing smoke Gassed up his him ass up yeah. with that." And you could see Kendall. Kendall's not having it. Kendall smiles because he knows that, like, well, he smiles, and it makes you wonder: Did he really take the compliment? I don't think so. I, he. He is not buying any of this shit. I think deep down he wanted to take that compliment so bad, but he can't. He didn't want to get it from this guy, though. He wants his dad to be like, his he dad wants Logan to say, to say yeah. oh, Walter, nice. Oh, very good. So Sandy Furness obviously sees the instability in the company and goes in there. I mean, very powerful move to just walk on yeah. in. And I mean, that also shows you that this guy is just as savvy as Logan. But he also makes he says makes a little comment where when Kendall first meets him, he's like, oh, I hope I didn't send all the birds tweeting or something yeah you yeah. know i mean like you know people saw him walk in the building and now that the world running, yeah, running and the away whole and the whole because it is a pretty big deal yeah uh, i don't like i like like he had said logan would have him shot on the spot shot like it may it's <laughs> true so it's like this is a pretty powerful move by sandy yeah and you immediately understood you're, you're immediately made aware that yeah. this is a very powerful and savvy dude yeah do you hear that like, is there a missile oh, dropping? A, yeah, I think we're going to die. We're getting bombed. Well, episode three. <laughs> At least we got that. Listen, I guess. So he, he's doing this power move, and he, he says to Kendall, and I think what he was trying to do was trying to um, not necessarily fish for information because the information's out there. Nice. I think he really tried to... He's trying to get his claws in. I think he's trying to get his claws in. Yeah. Because if Kendall is really struggling badly, 
I think he could have tried to, I think he was trying to swindle some of the company from him. Oh, absolutely. And he's trying to play this, this friendly mentor yeah. card where he's like, you know, I'm not really involved in the day-to-day of my company anymore, so if you need advice or help a mentor, anything, I, please, I'm, I'm here for you. But right before that, he says, like, you know, we could definitely do some, you know, swapping of things yeah. and stuff like that. So, he's so looking, many options. There's a lot of options. We could make a lot, we could make some big things happen. And, like, again, we give we got to give Kendall a little bit of credit here because he resists... Yeah. No, he wants no part of this. He wants no part of the swindling that Sandy is trying to trying to put on him. Right. So I, I we gotta give him credit where credit's due. Great so, job. So Kendall rejects it. Sandy he goes, uh, I just wanted to wish your father well. He goes, Oh, I'll tell him when it's inform- uh, when it's something that can't just kill him. Yeah. And like Sandy does not laugh. <laughs> he also He's like, oh, it's really nice of you. Thank you so much for coming to do that in person when a phone call would have been fine. Phone call would have been just fine. <laughs> That's good. So now Sandy leaves. Well, he he has him taken out. And yeah, like, yeah. And I think Sandy was like, okay, I pushed. I tried to push where there was mush. Yeah. There was resistance. Now I know where I stand. Yeah. He goes out. Roman is in there again. Roman is just always around. Yeah, I mean, at this point, everyone I think in the building is aware that Sandy's there yeah. and knows what that means. So everyone's kind of like, "What's you know? Yeah, what is going on? on?" So Roman immediately puts his nose in it, and he's like, "You would think the first thing he would say is what was going on, but he's like, what was that all about?'" He goes, "Oh, you know, he just tried to finger bang me and stuff like that." Yeah, yeah. yeah. He goes, "Did you hear the news?" He's like, "What? The stock's the under stock one thirty. Has fallen." So now. They've yeah, broken so the covenant. The covenant is broken. Covenant's broken. Kendall's got to do something or it's all over. Yeah. So he goes back to his bud, Stewie. Well, wait a minute. No, first they took the shirts off, didn't they? Oh, yeah. They had the shirts off meeting. So My now. apologies. It's okay. No, no, no. It's, it's, it's fine. We have a brain trust meeting. Of, I don't even uh, know what I'm talking about, but there they are. We have a brain trust are. meeting. It's Kendall and, and, and Roman and Jerry. And Jerry. Think, what are we going to do? They're like, what are we going to do? So, um, whatchamacallit, uh, Roman takes his shirt off, tells Kendall yeah, to take his shirt shirt's off. off. Shirt's off. Shirt's off. Gotta do something. Gotta do something. They're trying to figure out what to do. They're talking. So, um, was, uh, I think Roman says, like, we'll get rid of some of the internet companies. She goes, yeah. that's a $20 million solution yeah, to a $3 billion problem. Right. And then, like, all right, Jerry, what so do we do? Still, we're in the right direction. I like it. It's a good idea. She goes, layoffs. And he's like, yes, blood. Yes. yes. Very bad. Amazing. And then, is that when Kendall... Does Kendall say that he's going to try to get private equity to, to bail them out? No, I don't think he says that to anyone. He says, what does he say? Because he, they left the room, like, feeling good. Uh, he just, he's... Oh, I think they said they were going to do layoffs. Layoffs and... And, uh, and, and they were going to fold up some stuff, and they were going to call it a, a calculated retreat. Yes. Something like that, like, yeah, a, yeah, like yeah. A, a defensive retreat. Yeah. And then that's when um, he went to go tell... Logan and then Marcy's like he doesn't yeah. want to be seen. So yeah, he has he even has Rava and the kids there to go see you know Grandpa. Grandpa yeah, and Marcy's like, no, I'm sorry, you can't see him. There'll be no scenes. So weird. I don't know why I give her like a Mexican accent sometimes. Her accent is strange. It's I like, gave her like Morse. in this episode alone of Blue on the Floor. I gave her a French, a German, and now Mexican accent. And I think from from now on, if I'm ever going to speak as her, yeah. I will just do whatever accent comes to I my think mind. You should, I think that's that's fair. I will give her no real accent. I like it. Okay. I like it. So if you hear Australian, if you hear Indian, British, any of those things, Marshall. do not be alarmed. It's Marshall. Yeah. So now Kendall really has to try to figure out what to do because yeah. they're doing this retreat, and this is where he comes up with the idea yeah. of having Stewie purchase 
four billion dollars worth of the stock. Is yeah, he, he has uh, he has Stewie to invest four billion in the company. Yes, uh, and Stewie's like, okay, I'm gonna need a board seat. And he's like, I would force you to have a board seat, bro. Like, what yeah. do you mean? What do you? What are you nuts? So, um, Stewie's like, well, you know, I'm, I'm kind of interested. This is uh, okay, maybe, yeah. And uh, Stewie's on board. Kendall thinks, uh, great. I saved the company. I am a fucking G. Saves the company in his mind. They do this thing. Private equity. Private equity comes in to save the company. He's on the phone with the bank, and he's like, uh, yeah, we're good. We're going to settle up. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, fuck off. Right? Yeah. Was he telling him to fuck you? Fuck you, yeah. And fuck you. And he hangs up on him. Yeah. So now the company is saved. They bring in four billion dollars. So now you've you've paid off the loan, and now you got a billion dollars to play with. Flush with cash. And now we fast forward to the end of the show. Yeah, Kendall gets a phone call. Yes, from Marsha. From Marsha. Logan wants to see you. Logan wants to see you. So now, before we even get to that, wait, is it before? When do we see Gray? It's kind of intermingled. Okay, so they it's go. Like, it's it's your I believe it's so first. Kendall goes to see Logan, and we see them, I don't want to say talk because it's not really a conversation that happens. Uh, Logan is sitting, watching the news in his bedroom. Look at you. I heard you put a sock on. Look at you sitting up watching the fucking news. Yeah. Huh? Again, very awkward. Yeah. Very, very. He just has no idea how to play this. No. He doesn't know how to speak to his dad. Not an idea. Even like he he leans in and gives him a kiss on the forehead, and his dad, he's like. It's an awkward kiss. It's like. It's like a weird, very it's strange. A weird kiss, and he just starts rambling. You know, company. You know, we were down this, but uh, you know, uh, don't worry. I, 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 I got some private equity. You know, everything's good. I, I got it handled. We're all, we're, we're all good, Dad. Yeah, we're, we're all good. good. I, I did everything right. And now, as we're watching this, we see, we see Greg walking in the park. Yes, walking in the park, looking really happy. I mean, I mean, look, he's got everything to be happy about. First day, a new job. First day, a new job. He's got a new job. Everything's new going shoes great. on the way. Thousand dollar shoes. Thousand dollar shoes gonna be on the on those feet. And now we see him look over, and what do we see? We see Stewie on a park bench talking to none other than Sandy Furness. Sandy Furness. Ooh, that's not good. Weird. Not good. What and then you see Greg. Mean? Greg do his awkward like. Hey. Like, okay, he, he goes. He actually says it too. He's like, hey. and like they don't even hear him. Right. Well, because all that happened was he saw Stewie with Kendall at a coffee shop. They didn't. He didn't talk to them. He just saw them somewhere else. So he's like, now he's trying to say, oh hey, guy that I saw at a coffee shop with my cousin. It's just really weird. And um, now we after we see those two on the park bench, mm. it cuts back to Kendall and Logan and Logan. Starts to try to speak. Yeah, he starts murmuring. Kendall's uh, 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 like, oh, Dad? Yeah, Dad? Yeah, Dad, what, what is it? Are you going to tell me what a good job I did? Is, it, you're gonna, is, this, is this finally it, Dad? Is this happening? And we, just, we just hear, you are a uh, uh, fuck, fuck, fucking, fucking idiot. Idiot. And Kendall dies inside. And Kendall, you just see every, his soul is gone. gone. His soul is gone. He is crushed and guess what logan's right <laughs> yeah well, well yeah logan is 100 percent right i mean you see stewie talking to sandy Furness, yeah. the guy who's his rival yeah and now stewie has all this power stewie has it's gonna be bad a lot of money in the company a seat on the board mm. not good not good, not good. Not and good. and 
credit kudos to Stewie. What a fucking weasel. What a shrewd little weasel. What a fucking weasel. What a fucking weasel. Now, before we end the show, pick up your mic a little bit. Right there's right there's good. And um the music. Music. For the fuck offs. That's not it? That's not the, this is it. I'm gonna get that right at some point. Ladies and gentlemen. Fuck off! Fuck off! Yeah. We got fuck off. We got some three new fuck offs in this episode. As you know, fuck off is a big part of the show. Yeah. Overall, and we have we have a counter yeah, going we got a on here. Counter, keeping track of the fuck offs. So, for this point in the show. Mm. We have the fuck off counter. How many do we have in this episode? Three fuck offs. Three fuck off. All Kendall. All Kendall fucking off. Fucking off. So we talked about one uh, on his first phone call with the bank about the loan repayment. Tell him to fuck off. And there's the awkward silence, which is devastating. It is. Um, He the next one, he tells Roman to fuck off when Roman comes in and tells him how much he fucked up with the bank. That's right. And the third one, uh, he says to Stewie. Kind of jokingly, when Stewie floats the idea of taking the company over, he's like, oh, you know, fuck, fuck off, off, get out of here, blow, uh, how dare you, blah, blah, blah. So three fuck-offs, all by Kendall, which puts him at six through three episodes. No one else has more than two. So Kendall crushing the fuck-off counter to start the season. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Guess what? Fuck off. Fuck off. Such a great tune to do to do the fuck off to. So now, who who do we think won this episode? I mean, it's hard to not think Stewie. Mm, I I guess so. I I mean, I think it's a tie. Does Roman win just because he jerked off on a window? Did Greg win because he's got thousand dollar shoes and a job? I think Greg wins this episode. Greg is. Because Stewie, Stewie wanted the whole company, didn't get it, but he's got a big stake in it. Yeah, Sandy got... Furness wanted the company, but didn't get it, but he's in cahoots with Stewie, who's got a big stake in it. something working here. We're not sure what it is yet, but they're working on something. People are moving and shaking, but the one person who has gotten exactly what they wanted is Greg. He wanted a job. Mm. He was personally, personally appointed by Logan, according to him. I, maybe Shiv won because she finally got to see her dad. No, you don't win when your you don't dad win tries when to get a hand job from you. Yeah, that's true. You can't win. No one wins when that happens. Not good. I say, I say, Greg. Right, I'm going Stewie. I'm going Stewie. I I agree with you, but I say Greg because Greg is sitting so pretty right now. Thousand dollar shoes, no longer gonna be eating out of a doggy bag, getting out of the hostel because <laughs> Greg is putting him somewhere. Yeah, he's getting. I mean, I'm not Greg. Uh, Tom's um, putting him. Somewhere. He's getting hooked up. He's getting the hookup. Yeah, yeah, I can see it. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not angry. So you're you're kind of going with Stewie. You're going with Stewie. Personally, I'm, sti- I'm sticking with Stewie. I, I think I think that's a pretty good he's uh, a piece of shit weasel. He's a bit of a weasel. It's his friend that he's dicking over. Yeah, <sighs> Stewie. So that does it for episode three. I said four, but it's three. Yeah. Of Bore on the Floor. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Bore on the Floor Podcast. Correct. At Bore on the Floor Podcast. 
Also, uh, you could hear us on Google Podcasts right now. Acast.com. Yes, if you go to Acast.com. If you go into Google, you type in Acast, bore on the floor. That's where our show site will be because it's like Acast slash slow slash blah, 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 blah. It's hard to do all that stuff. But we are going to be on Apple soon. And then after that, we're going to be on pretty much all major platforms. Uh, and I'm going to try to get us on Spotify, too, which is going to be exciting. Tom, quick question. Yes. Is the salty brine stinging my weather-beaten face? No? Then why the fuck are you wearing deck shoes? So good. Are we on the poop deck? Majestic schooner! I love this show so much. Love it. You know how hard it is not to just watch ahead? Yes. Because I'm watching. Just I do after, I just want to power watch so bad, I'm but I can't. Just one a week. Just got to stick to one a week. It's not easy, though. It's hard. It, it's it's hard. really, really hard. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we want to thank you once again for listening to Bore on the Floor. It's thank a show. You. It's a podcast. It's a podcast. Thank you all so very much. Thank you. And thank have you, a great you, week. You. Oh, we won't be here next week. Yeah, no new episode next week, but we'll be back. It's You're working. It's my wife's birthday. Happy yeah. birthday, my love. <laughs> all right, guys. Take care, everybody. Bye.